15 dancers is really a lot to get through. The first few weeks of Strictly are like an endurance test. You get your snacks in, plenty of drinks to stay hydrated, take up a comfy position on the sofa, and nearly three hours later it's only dance 13 and you're begging for mercy. There is no training to prepare us for this. Thankfully, this week we're starting to kick out the stragglers. And welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Emily, Anne, Elliot and new friends Ross and Vicky. Yes, there are a lot of us on tonight. Uh, Ross, could you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ross. Um, I am a Strictly um, super fan. Mm, yeah, super fan, we'll go with that. I have watched since the first series. I don't think I've missed an episode since 2004, so I... I have no idea what I'm talking about from a technical perspective, but as a fan, I will criticise Julie. You, you've been there from the start of the standard definition era. Yes, I was there for Bruce, Tess, Kaplinsky and um, What's His Chops Me Stenders that came second. Oh, smashing. And Vicky. Hello. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, I'm Vicky. I'm a dance critic in my spare time as well. And I've also been watching since the very beginning in 2004. Um, also, side note, I've also appeared on a BBC TV show testing my knowledge of Strictly um, a few years back. And where they um, showed showed me some screenshots and I had to say who it was. <laughs> and were you, you were down at Elstree with a press pass last week as well. I was. I was living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish up the admin and then we have got a lot to get through. We are your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and inimitable source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we are willing to give a YouTuber the benefit of the doubt especially if the lad's got a trade. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. We'd love to hear from you. And when we've got rid of a few more contestants, we might even read your questions out. And uh, we've got a website now, keepdancingpodcast.com. Tell your friends, tell your neighbours and tell Pam down the co-op. Well, there's so much to get through this weekend. Um... Does it not feel like a relief that we are actually going to start thinning out the numbers now? Yes. Very much so. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> yeah. It feels um, like progress. It feels like it only gets shorter from here. <laughs> weirdly, the podcasts ten tend to get longer. Yeah. We did a three-hour one when there were six dancers in at some point. <laughs> the scary thing was is that I watched it and I play it, and then like I think after the third dance, I scrolled along the time by how long it had been. It had been like 45 minutes, and I was just like, I sat there like, how? <laughs> like it, it was like, how is it only taking this long? We still got at least another 10 to go. Oh, dear. But if 10 million people are watching, there is no incentive to make it tight or snappy. <laughs> but for me, the, the weirdest thing about this weekend's show was the strangely downbeat tone. 
Did anybody else get that? Mm. Yeah, mm. I agree. There were several threads on like forums and stuff about this, and I didn't really think about it until they said. But yeah, I mean, obviously the judges. It, so we started off with three or four quite ropey dances, which made the judges quite critical. And I think from then on, it was all a little bit. Yeah, there was no standout this time last year. We had Alex's Pasadoble, which was great. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any kind of. I don't think any moment like that this week. Yeah, and uh, it, well, you're, you're supposed to have a week three mo- movie week breakthrough, so we're really counting on that to bring the pizzazz <laughs> scripted back. breakthrough. <laughs> I I will say this, and we'll dissect this more as when it applies to certain couples. But I felt there's a lot of hypocrisy going on between what they were saying and what they were marking yes. in at least three dances, which I will bring up because I got quite annoyed at one point. <laughs> Well, the marking thing was like a sort of a reverse going off a cliff. Like nobody was getting any decent marks until basically Joe came in and Kate. cheered people up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kate came, came in. Yeah. Um, but, right, there's a lot to do. Let's bring on the stars of the show. the cha-cha-cha and sharing her hard-hitting investigation on the strictly shirt button shortage it's Stacey Dooley and her partner Kevin. Doesn't she look great in a dark colour? (laughs) Maroon, it's not a traditional it's not a traditional Latin dress colour is it Maroon Elliot? No it's not, we normally get you normally get like fire red or maybe the odd burgundy but never maroon especially with was it like teal or sky blue underneath like it was a very contrasting color but she looked that's the best she's ever looked because she's looked so washed out in her bronze thing and then her cream thing i think that suits us beautifully and yeah she looked great i like the fact that kevin's shirt um, kevin's undershirt matched so it looked like a pair she just looked terrified from the word go. Even when they announced, oh, opening the show is Stacey and Kevin, she had a face of, I do not want to go on first. So if they want her to make the final, I think they're not going to put her on first again because she just, it wasn't her dad, she admitted, and she just sort of fell apart. Like, it wasn't bad, but she was just taking way too big a steps, especially on the wrong days, you know, when they swing their legs around and everything. Like, they were just way too big, and that's what caused her balance. And it's such I think a shame. to an extent she'd accepted, sorry, I think she'd accepted that the cha-cha wasn't her dance. And yeah. it was sort of like, from then on, her attitude probably was, and also opening the show made it worse. And just a, like, you know, rolling effect of all these things that she probably felt were against her. And obviously because the quick step had probably gone quite well. Um, yeah, it probably was a little bit downhill. I feel like if she gets a good week and she gets her confidence back, she'll be back firing all cylinders. This was just her little knock, and I just hope she does bounce back. She's going to be a bloody minion next week. I just... Oh, my God! Wait, her or Kevin? Both of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Like, like, I have... I, I have l- limited patience for crazy fun <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Don't we like all? when Aston got dressed in that horrible blue thing last year, they're going to be all yellow and horrid and just oh. not no, going to work. This is this year's. Um, this is this year's Aston and Jeanette trolls, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Oh dear. I mean, what if Stacey just doesn't have the legs for the Latin, and we don't get Kevin up to Halloween even? What if? What if? Does that what? seismic shock does that put through strictly 
I just don't think that's even a possibility. I just, I can't. I, I know you like what if, but I just I just don't see that as ever an option for Kevin ever. Even if he had Susanna, I think he would have made it. Yeah, because Kevin's voting block, even with the extreme voting blocks that we've got this year, Kevin should have enough to at least to get her through the technical bits enough and to sort of skate through the rest on his charisma. Can we just say, no disrespect to her, but he got Susan Kalman to week eight or nine. And she wasn't the best dancer. She was fabulous, but she was not the best dancer, but he worked around it. So Stacey should be fine for at least another month, at least. Stacey might fall into that awkward middle ground, though, where her Latin just looks... Mm. sort of mm. like she's trying for technical perfection but mm. not achieving it and the the sort of the ambition gap makes people yeah. feel a bit weird I, I still think she sells it really well like watching it last night the legs were a little bit kind of Wallace and Gromit the wrong trousers but above everything was sold really well like she still gave it the full bean she still got Kevin there and she said Kevin's vote will take her along I think she will get past Blackpool. I think she will get there. Whether she'll get to the final or not, I'm less certain. But she'll still do well. Mm, yeah, I think she will. I just think that it comes down to the fact where in the Latin, she just needs to let go. Because I think that's her problem. She was trying too hard to be perfect, and it threw her. And she just has fun, because she's got a great personality. She will be great. But I'm looking forward to seeing her and Kevin dress as a minion. I thought Kevin's glass ceiling was Susan Kalman as Wonder Woman. It's about to be broken and I can't wait. <laughs> I I just can't be doing with this whole minion. What? Yeah. Question is, what are they going to dance to with their minions? Like, I don't know what soundtrack... Did they say the dance? No, but I'm assuming it's probably... Oh, the... That's a doble as minions. There's oh that. God! <laughs> There's also there, there is a jive remix of um, the minions go that song. That's been redone as a jive with uh, the minions singing over the top. Of- a week three jive, Elliot. You think of minions, you think of energy and carnage. So <laughs> no, I oh, want God. to see a really sexy minion rumba. I want to ruin the minions <laughs> for the children. <laughs> so That's wrong week, on so many levels. <laughs> so any suspicious at the minute is a sexy minion rumba and a rumba to the social network song. This is getting bizarre every <laughs> week. There's only week two. <laughs> I, I start to feel like we need to put some surreal things in just to sort of keep the edge going. Anyway, anybody else for Stacey and Kevin? I think Kevin's a very accommodating dancer, and I think that he will work Stacey out. And I think Stacey will go far. I don't think she's a winner, but I think she will find her way because Kevin is a great guiding person. Absolutely. Yeah, also, I agree with that. I think, think, I think Kevin's a very bright choreographer as much as he has had some weird concepts to work with in the past. I think he's, he's always got his partners there. Um, uh, my only other thought on Stacey at the moment is she just reminds me so much of Patsy Palmer when she did it. Um, both in this, in her party Latin attitude and how she sounds. <laughs> and also, we must remember that Joe's main slip-up last year was week two, and that was his only real blemish. So everyone has a bad dance. So Yeah, you've just got to not have your bad dance at the same week that everybody else has their good one. 
dancing the quick step and doing the splits on an illusory trumpet, it's Charles Venn and his partner Karen. Well, Charles, it's all right having an impressive pendulum step, but if it's properly 180 degrees out of sync with your partner, ooh, ooh. I have something Did we establish whose fault this was? I don't know. Like, I have. They both took blame, but when you watch it back, you still can't really see who goes ahead of the music. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I wasn't emotionally invested enough in the mm. blame game to actually go back and do a frame by frame analysis, which um, that's damning enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will say that. The one thing I liked about this routine was their opening, which was a spin turn into a quick mm. open reverse, which is a very traditional start. I think my my quick step starts like that. Actually, so it's a very basic traditional start, which is nice. The rest of it made zero sense to me. Why was he on the trumpet? Like, what what the big band the big band theme had like zero relevance to anything else, like in the VTs or anything. It's just like we have this trumpet prop. Charles, do you want to use it? It's like <laughs> the splits just seemed like he's he it's like i i enjoy latin too much i had to do something mm. latin so i'm gonna do the splits in a suit like there's there's just i just i'm warming to him less and less and even less so after the results show when he made a comment after he was saved so i don't know if anyone picked up on what it, did what he, he say oh um what was it when claudia interviewed him he said oh karen i have a lot to bring to the show and i was like that's a bit arrogant to say isn't it that you like your own high yeah Apparently, in his world, him and Karen have a lot to bring to the show, and they're really grateful they get to show it all. And this is like, you're weak too. <laughs> what, what you're supposed to say is, I am so hashtag blessed that the viewers are yes. allowing me to continue. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he basically sounded like the pro. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's what we're saying is that he needed to be a little bit more Alexandra Burke and be honoured yeah. and blessed and thankful. Yeah, and their reaction was way up here. And I was like, you weren't really in danger either, guys. So I don't know. There's just several things about Charles and Karen that now I know what his personality is a bit more this week. I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> to be blunt. I think they were in danger. Everybody's in danger unless you're like literally at the top of the leaderboard. And there's no draws. They've easily been them in the bottom two with um, Susanna and Anton. They were forgettable enough, far too early in the running order, and just exactly the right amount of average. I agree. I just, for me, they're just such a kind of vanilla, forgettable couple at the moment. I'm not, I'm not invested. Sorry. Yeah. There's nothing memorable and about that, that performance at all. And that is going to have to be it. Dancing the Paso Doble and doing her best. Bloody hell. Leave her alone, Craig. It's Katie Piper and her partner, Gorka. <sighs> I have the issue with the judges. Mm. Uh, right. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I understand the sort of the pantomime tropes of judging. And I also understand that... Um, like Katie herself will not want to feel like they're wrapping her up in cotton wool and being namby pamby with her, but I think that was a bit unnecessary. What I don't get is that they were really complimentary about her and said that you've improved your confidence. This, 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 and this. And then when it came to the marks, she just got ripped to shreds. And I was just like, that's completely contradictory to what you said to what you scored. And side note, I want the Gorka's 
Bolero, because that was fabulous. Um, they, was they had to let it out at the armholes because he's so buff, apparently. That's what, that's, <laughs> what, that's what Teresa said. To be fair, if Gorka danced shirtless, I don't think anyone would have complained, to be fair. But anyway, it was lovely. I thought she actually did really well. I agree with, like, she was a bit too on her legs, but it's fine. I was just so thrilled she got called safe and she was called first because mm. I was really scared she was going to be in the bottom mm-hmm. two. So it, it sounded like, okay, we're going to give you another chance to really go for this dance. And I was like, but then she's going to have no confidence because she thinks no one wants her through. And I just hope now she does believe that people want her through. And yeah. I, I will note that, did anyone catch Gorka like looking really angry when the marks were coming in and kept saying thank you to the camera? Yeah, he, he, yeah like, I love seen- that side I've of loved, Gorka it's great it's taken never, three years yeah I've never <laughs> seen that but again it, it kind of shows Gorka of I will protect my partner like that wasn't cool I'm gonna stand in my in but in my but he did it in his own way not like Brenton or James where they would have a shouting match with the judges but in a very sort of like undercurrent snipey way which you'd pick up on it's and, he was using the same sort of like extremely bright tone that I used to say, have a nice day to people who cut me up in traffic. He's he's clearly adapted to British humour and sarcasm. (laughs) Ross? I thought the marks were, as you've said, completely unfair. You see it year after year, the NAF acts get rewarded highly for their hugely entertaining but awful dances. And they get fours, fives, sixes, and sometimes even sevens. It just all felt completely unnecessary and very icky to watch. And I'm, yeah, I'm very glad Gorka stood up for her in the most sarcastic way possible. And I agree, again, glad she was called out first because it was just a lovely affirmation to her going, we love you, we want to support you, we'll see you next week. Go on, girl, knock them dead. Yeah, but, like... Katie's performance is what a week two performance used to be like in Strictly. And is what you what how you dance when you're, you know, a beginner a couple of months into it. Yeah, and she still kind of served all the kind of fierce expressions and character of the dance. I thought that came across nice. I thought she deserved yeah. points for that. Yes, she was very stompy, I and mean, we all know that. But in terms of the actual performance, given that she's not a performer by trade, I thought she did very well and was, yeah, very saddened at the subsequent Yeah, Yeah, she was a lot better this week. And I think it was really, not telling, but I was really impressed with her. The fact that, considering how terrified she's been in the launch show and last week, the fact she was able to stand on her own and do a bit solo and then come down and join Gorka, I thought wasn't recognised because she has been terrified this entire time. And, you know, then to be told, oh, yeah, you're doing a bit on your own with a camera right there. I think she's done bloody amazing. And I hope and hope this gives her all the confidence in the world to go, screw it, I'm just going to smash it every week. I don't care and just have fun with it now. I just hope that's what it does. She's feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, have we had Vicky and Anne on Katie yet? Katie reminds me a little bit of Rachel Riley in that she doesn't obviously technically she's never danced before and she's not particularly gifted shall we say and but I she can't rely on like a comedy element to fall back on so it's all quite serious and I'm all feeling it's a little bit 
hard to watch and I, you know everyone I think wants to encourage her and everyone is sort of a supporter of her but it's all a little bit forced and it all feels a little bit traumatic at the moment so I'm hoping the Pasadobli is going to be very difficult for a person like her who seems quite a positive smiley person so I'm hoping now that's out of the way she can focus on something a bit more that suits her personality um, and hopefully we can you know see the sort of side of her you know and that ballroom was quite nice and hopefully she can still act on that and improve a bit more I agree I can't wait to see her dance something with the smile on her face I want to see her enjoy herself yeah I want to see her kind of giving it and you know not not having a care so really I've never really sorry I've never really thought about it being like Vicky just said everything being serious actually it has you know her two dances have been quite, you know, serious. And I think we, we, we want to see some light and some smiles. And and she looks beautiful, that hair, that really kind of kind of fierce hairstyle that she had was amazing. One of the things um, I've been thinking about uh, with regards to Katie is um, I'd like to see her... I know that they look at styling and led slightly by the celebrities anyway but I feel like she has had quite teeny um, styling so far you know like the black lace over the hot pink and the hair and things like that and I feel like she could be helped um, in feeling more confident by having that slightly more styling applied yeah I would like to see her uh dressed like a grown-up, looking beautiful, uh, giving us a ray of sunshine with a nice ballroom routine next week. Yeah. You know how every year there's like a 30-something-year-old woman who gets treated like she's 16 and spoken down to (laughs) think this is Katie this year? Oh, yeah. Well, at least she's not got AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing the American smooth when he's not busy pretending to be tickling the ivories, it's Graham Swan and his partner, Orti. So this was probably a bit of a divisive one. Um, and I think the divide is whether you got it or you didn't get it. Uh, let's have a straw poll for get it or didn't get it. Emily. Got it. Loved it. Anne. Didn't really get it. Elliot. Got it, but it took a while. Ross. Genuinely, at this point of time, I can't remember it. Ooh, <laughs> Vicky. Oh, Vicky. Didn't get it, but wanted to get it for OT. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because because OT is like absolute queen. I I want to get really behind everything she did does, but I just feel like it it wasn't the song for an American smooth. No. And they basically they did a sort of jukebox musical dance routine yeah to it mm. yeah I, I get what OT was trying to do because she's she's never going to be like your she never does anything like typical in her routines and that's partly why we love her because she's always excited for what's OT going to do but it, it kind of felt like they were trying to do like an American smooth but then like almost have like the sort of like Almost like drunk. Not, I don't want to say drunk dancing. Was like carefree dancing. You have at like a wedding or an after party at points. I was like, they don't really fit as well as I think she wanted them to. Mm. She looked great in that lemon yellow, though. I'll give her that. 
And my main issue is that Graham was leading through his arms, and that's why he was like tipping like a teapot when he was doing the walk yeah. backwards. He was leading through his arms and not his body. That was the main thing I picked up on. But he is on his way to getting the lead, though. Yes, yeah. you can see he's trying. He's just putting it in the wrong area. So OT will just, you know, work on it, and then he'll... he could just be a Latin dancer, not a ballroom, which I would never have guessed when I heard Graham Swan was announced. And he enjoyed the reaction to the pants photo last week so much that he did another one in the same <laughs> pants. This suggests that Graham is a very organised man of the week pants man. The things you find out watching Strictly. Um, um, I, I personally felt that Graham, he kept on saying that he like really enjoyed the dance, but I got the feeling he really enjoyed the music rather than the dancing and was getting too wrapped up in the song than actually listening to the music and doing the dance. His, his, he's got really good arms, but his hands need a lot of work. They're either cupped or spiky, like he's holding a ball. He's doing a, a combination of pub rock frontman and dad dancing. Definitely. But I think he's got. He's, he's going in the right direction. Oh yeah, it's, he's doing all the right. He just needs tweaks, and Ot's going to ram that out of him. He's going to be great. If he's if he's still in, you know, he's going to be great. Yeah, uh, Vicky. Yeah, I was a bit like I don't. I remember more of Ot than Graham for probably obvious reasons in this dance um, and great dress as well. I agree um, about his hands. They are sort of like kind of blocks on the end of his arms that are sort of doing his, their own thing, kind of like paddles. Um, but I think I think he'll grow into the warm. I think the Latin will come a little bit more easily. It reminds me, not as good as, but a little bit more like Mark Rampercrash. And I think I think they've got a bit of a journey in them. I think I can see them making it to maybe Blackpool. I'd like to see that anyway. We do always have a sportsman who really wants to get to Blackpool. So... This is it. Yeah, yeah this is it. Here him. we go. Tick box. <laughs> Marvellous. Ross? I didn't say what I said earlier on for comedic effect. I genuinely can't remember the dance. Um, he threw away his hat into the crowd at one point during it. Is that his dance? No, yeah. that was Sir Hat in Stockholm. <laughs> <laughs> and he only had one hat. Um, but that was quite smooth. Um, and he... What I liked about him in the results show was that he was quite emotional getting through um, and he obviously seems to care about it and want to do well. So I admire that. I just don't know what I admired about the dance. Oh, yeah, in the results show when he had that total, like, post-adrenal dad cry moment. Oh, yeah. Onwards and upwards, OT. Onwards and upwards. Dancing the tango like a slick Slicked back sex tornado. I don't know why I've written them all as tongue twisters this week. <laughs> Dancing the tango like a slicked back sex tornado. It's Kate Silverton and her partner, Aliash. This tango was pure filth and it was fabulous. I loved this so much. Like the, even the beginning where it's just like her in the mirror and then Aliash appears. It, I don't know why, but it kind of gave me like a vibe of like a... I want to say that almost like a dynasty, like it could have been set like in Dynasty, then just like having a dance around the, the master bedroom or the office because she looked like she owned everything. I loved that dress on her. That she 
killed it. She was fantastic. It was a 1980s erotic thriller. <laughs> it, it was brilliant. The, o- the only issue I had with her is that you see it when they do the recap. She does like a sort of like head roll thing, which is common in dancing, but because she, she, she kind of like did it like half-baked, so it looked like she was rolling out a neck cramp. That's all it looked like. Because again, when you get cramped for having your head like that, girls will roll their neck, and it just looked like she was fixing her head. But that was so much better than I expected. I think again, she was undermarked, and she is the dark horse to watch out for this year. She is the potentially shock finalist. Like she could make the final if this is what she's doing in the ballroom already. Because it was a, it was brilliant. I loved it. We have to keep her in long enough to get the Argentine tango out. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, but knowing the producers, I'll put that for her, like, in the semi-final or something. Like, they will keep it away from her as long as they can, I feel. <laughs> but it was fantastic. I loved it. Kate has crushed every single preconceived notion I had of her when she got announced, and I am really rooting for her now. She'll she'll manage to even make the jive dirty, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing I thought about Kate was that she came in at exactly the right point in the show because we'd had the downer start, mm. and you just kind of thought, when is this going to pick up? It's a long show already. What are we doing? And then she came along and, yeah, absolutely blew it out of the park. She had the facial expression working right the way through she clearly loves being with Ali Ash. The way they celebrated with each other at the end was like one had just scored a penalty in the World Cup final. It was you could see mm. how proud of Kate Ali Ash was at absolutely taking his, you know, his choreography and nailing it. Yeah, she was awesome last night. I don't think we've got enough superlatives for Kate, have we? No. <laughs> I mean, I can I can definitely st- start reeling some more off if you want because I mean, since it was announced, I if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see I'm pretty big on Kate. Uh, she's been like a hero of mine forever. Love her to bits, and no one, everyone's saying, oh, I didn't expect her dances to be so sexy, so filthy. I did. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> totally knew how she was gonna sell these routines, and I'll be honest, I didn't actually think much of her cha cha. Um, thought it was, you know, a bit stompy. Yeah, she sold the hell out of it, but technically it was a little bit of a mess. And suddenly she comes out with this tango where there's so much detail in what she was doing, the placement of her arms in that beginning bit, her um, placement of her head and her back in a ballroom hold. It's just amazing. And I'm so glad she's got Ali Ash as well, like the partner I wanted her to have. And when I was in the studio last week, they seemed to have the strongest connection not in like, you know, romantic, strictly curse way, just they were so like supporting each other and willing each other on. It was just so nice to see. And yeah, end of Kate rant. <laughs> Ali Ash is so good. He was, he was almost, what I observed the other week was he's like the backbone of that strictly family now. Like he is, I think like the most popular amongst the cast and everyone seems to like love him. Everyone supports him and he, he seems to be like best mates of everyone. And um, I really noticed that when I was there. Oh, he is a cinnamon roll, as the kids (laughs) say. Absolutely. He's precious. He's just precious. I was going to say, did you see that um, Ali actually personally apologised to Kate's husband about the kiss last week? Yeah. I I was like, okay, like, like, she's married, he's married. Like, nothing's going to happen between them, guys. It's fine. Even though he did meet the kids and did the school run last week. That was a weird VT as well. (laughs) 
for week two. I was like, what, why is he doing this cool run? Well, we're doing Strictly <laughs> Does Polyamory now. It's all fine. <laughs> They're all going to go and live together in a big house. Dancing at Charleston that triggered a nationwide regression to the junior school disco. It's Joe Sugg and his partner Diane. I hate this song. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Like, doesn't everyone? Oh. oh and it took me, it took me until like some dancers after for me to go, oh, it's Cotton Eye Joe and his name is Joe. Oh, <laughs> I was very slow on the uptake on that. Good grief. Um, I, I did exactly the same when um, Lee Lee had blue shoes on and I literally, after the dance, I was like, oh, blue suede shoes. <laughs> I was very slow there too. Just, it was a long night. Joe is clearly, so if you look at the Strictly graph, they're, they're good to follow on Twitter. Just search for the Strictly graph. There is a very well-worn path up the scoreboard that the winner takes. And Joe and Diane are currently the only pair that are sitting on that winner's path channel. So we are going to be watching a journey. And he's already clearly quite sort of good at doing the things with his body that that Diana's telling him to. But it's all a bit much, and I would like him to calm down. I think it's because he's had two very energetic dances to start off with. Like, we haven't seen him in a calm setting yet. He did say, like, in his vlogs, because I started watching him now, he did say the jive and the Charleston were the two he was most worried about, which is probably why he's got them straight out of the way. Tactics. I just feel a love of all that as holy. want to see him in some proper boring molasses shoes, because, again, he yeah. was wearing Yes, flats. yes, There's yes. Wait, oh. I think Charleston will let it off slightly, but, again, why... I mean, this was a good routine, and I like the slapstick element with the lads and her him spinning around, Diane ducking and running and all that. Oh, that was fun. That was cute. It's just... Uh, Put some he's, pro- got, <laughs> he's got a great personality. I just need to need, now need to see some proper technique from him because we haven't got that yet. Well, he's set, up for, he's set up for the week three breakthrough. He's going to yeah. slick his hair back in a classic style, put on a suit, put on some dance shoes and guide Diane around the, bowl, uh, about, around the floor doing some nice calm ballroom and everybody's going to go, oh, he's a revelation. He is set up to do like a waltz, isn't he? A nice, calm, very smart routine, isn't it? It's all, it feels very much set up like when you go from Cotton Eye Joe... And, t- and aha, the only route you can really go is the very over-the-top classy route. But the thing is, though, it it depends if Danny John Jules has a ballroom dance, because if he does, he's not winning that whole class thing, is he? Because no one can beat Danny, Danny John Jules in class this year. Like, that's just one. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> but no, this was a good routine. I did actually enjoy it. I just want to see some proper technique from him now, because, yeah... It's there. I just need to see. And he's doing all the right things in his vlogs. Like you said, he's working hard and he's doing all the right things. I just need to see it more. Mm. Uh, Ross. Well, much like Kate, I thought Joe's youthful exuberance was exactly what we needed at this point in the show. So if Kate had aroused your interest, Joe then kind of, wholeheartedly carried you through because again it had been such a poor start we needed something i remember at the end of the routine putting my hands up and kind of clapping above my head of how much i enjoyed it i thought it was a thoroughly 
barnstorming routine, if you'll forgive the pun. Good grief, Ross. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think you would. Um, I, I mean, I can't really say much more than what's already been said. I mean, he's had two really energetic dances and I'd like to see him lay off the caffeine drinks for a week and do something kind of with a bit more poise and a bit kind of more sturdiness. He, he's got he's got such um, natural bounce and energy and springiness in his legs um, I'd really like to see how he copes with ballroom just in general. Um, but I think they've got a really good partnership. I think um, the two of them seem to get on like a house on fire. I so, ship it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So J- Joe's really surprising me. Um, I mean, I know I know who he is and and but, you know, I'm not his target market, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming around to him. Vicky? I was just thinking back to Diane last series, and I think Richard Coles went out second, and from memory, if, if at most she did one ballroom dance, so we've actually only ever seen Diane do one ballroom dance, and I'm, I'm a little concerned, I suppose, about her delivering of those for Joe. Um, she's very, I, f- I found her, like, on Strictly so far just very kind of in your face and quite like I don't know if she can do that calm finessed ballroom that we want to see from Joe. I hope she can um but yeah I just uh, Joe's doing fine but like everyone said I want to see him in ballroom shoes I just want to see him calm down and like something a bit more finessed and just placed rather than just jumping and ah um yeah one of the plot element cards that he hasn't yet played is the foxtrot in tribute to his gran. At Blackpool. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which probably means he's going to have a Walsh or American Smooth next week then. If we're going on that parallel, he's going to do something calm. Yeah. They're his two options. Hmm. There's a lot to talk about with Joe, and I think me and Elliot are going to do um, a side episode during the week comparing the training VT that the pros at the BBC made with the training vlog covering the same material that Joe makes and edits himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there's a a lot of interesting stuff about uh, changes in broadcast media that are just brought up with how, how that was done. And basically, Joe's the future of television, and you've got to get on board now. I mean, a lot of people I was reading, I can't remember who, but saying, you know, Joe could be changing the, like demographic of Strictly Forever and you know everyone's been talking about how many hits his his dances have had compared to everyone else and it's going to be a really interesting time I think and see how he does but yeah yeah I was I was uh, doing some doing some proper journalism and hanging out in the uh, live chat for that stream of just the dancers and it's it's all Joe fans. I mean, there, yeah. were, there were some Anton fans on around breakfast time this morning, but it's, <laughs> it's just global Joe fans who they're really glad that that stream's on and it's not geo-blocked and they just want to see Joe dance. They want the timestamp for Joe and that's it. I was really offended when I was watching it, actually, because I, I logged on just as Kate was on and all of them were just going, oh, yeah, just after this one, just get this one out of the way. I was like, no, 
No, you wait. You respect Kate. So that was Joe. Dancing the foxtrot in very difficult circumstances and against all odds, it's Susanna Constantine and her partner, Anton. Oh, in difficult circumstances, Anton himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The difficult circumstances is with Anton and in the Anne Whittaker Memorial Bolero as well. Oh, Oh, yes. Well, Emily got a wish. There was no stupid props amount on this weekend. There won't be for the rest of the series now. So the band list worked. It was it was a lot better. We can't ignore that. It was a hell of a lot better. But she still didn't look like she wanted to do it. And that's the most frustrating thing about Susanna is that she just, she never looked like she really gave her heart into it. And in her VT, there was one line, which is like really flippant, I found really weird. It's when she was quite emotional and she said, I'm not crying because I'm not on the leaderboard. I'm crying because my son's gone off to uni, I think it was, or something like that. And then they completely disregarded it and just moved on. I was like, well, what the hell was that? Like, it just seemed like a really out-of-place line to put in, in their VT. Again, it was it was nice. It was fine. It was cute, for lack of the words. It, it, it Yeah, like, it was a lot better. And I, I am glad that she went out on that dance and not the samba. But... Mm. Yeah, it's just, her heart wasn't, it, it just felt like her heart wasn't in it as much as the others and she just like resigned herself to going home after last week. So, yeah. And it's the thing, like, you go on Strictly, you get paired up with Anton and you know what your story is. And then she's Katie Derham and then she's like, no, I'm going to prove you're all wrong. <laughs> and then she's fabulous. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's just a bit, just a bit of a shame all in all. This really was a year too far for Anton. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Go home and look up to the twins. Go plug your book. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, if so can, excited. <laughs> he can like go and look after the twins. Erin can do more it takes two and that's better. Erin's not the mother of the twins. No, she's not, is she? I don't even know why. Erin <laughs> has a child, but she's not. <laughs> In a, in a plot twist. <laughs> Good grief. Erin's got more sense than that. I'm very tired. I do apologise. <laughs> my head. Uh, Ross? Well, I, I don't know what much there else is to add, really, given it's already a, a long old show. Susanna couldn't really dance and Anton didn't want to teach her. So, simple as that. Yeah. Hmm. You knew the, the, the writing was on the wall when you saw all of that dry ice. Yeah. Like, the Anton fans, though, there's still a lot of them, and they're very devoted. And mm. I, I just don't know what we say to the Anton fans. But even they have out. sort of seen it all now, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, I was I one until I've, last week. I <laughs> up and I still liked him last year with Ruth. I honestly still thought there was an entertainment value to having him on the show. But I agree, this year is one year too far. And I think, but I certainly hope that he now has the good grace to leave and let Neil have a go. Yeah, just imagine how much further Susanna could have got with Neil patiently putting the hours in teaching her. I think to the Anton fans, we need to say you've had a decade and a half. He's now like a national icon. He's had a good run, but 
his t- everyone has a time where they have to stop and this is it for him and i will just have to point up it kind of showed his true colors in a sense that when graham and Oti got announced the camera was an anton and not graham and Oti, and you saw his face almost look at disgust at graham and Oti, the fact that they've been saved over them because they knew they were then in the bottom two and then his comment of i would ru- I was like i'd happily let someone else be in the bottom two instead of me like he just seemed really unappreciative and just like really upset like what do you mean my my fans haven't saved me that's it was just like i caught anton's face when graham got called and it just like really left a bad taste for me because it's like you can't be happy for someone else is what it felt like i feel like because his sense of humor is often very sarcastic but it felt it felt almost a little bit too close to the bone the stuff he was saying didn't wasn't sarcastic anymore it was actually meant with a little bit of venom and it was a little bit awkward i agree that yeah. He's getting a bit Alan Partridge at this point. <laughs> the the fantasy for the Anton fans is that he will treat you like a gentleman and you know you'll get some sort of chivalry from a bygone age. But none of that has been evident this year and I think that's why the Anton fandom has sort of ebbed. Yeah. Which leads us to our uh, what seems like weekly thing. What about Neil? Yeah, what about uh, Neil? Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, the next joke is a really surreal one for Lee. Bless him. He's going to get really surreal ones every week until he goes, which will be soon. Dancing the Jive and asking, if the king of rock and roll was Spanish, would he be El Rey or Elvis? It's Lee Ryan and his partner, Nadia. <laughs> This was another one where um, I was insufficiently invested in it. And I was like, okay, 50s diner jive, right? Not particularly original. Oh, he's got the shoes on. Somebody sat down and applied that quiff to him. It's all right, but it's no more. It was just like a lot of cliches thrown in together. And also, like... Last week, he had Sean come in. This week, he FaceTimed Dr. Ranch. Like, is he that... Are they struggling to get that much out of him in a VT? They have to literally get in every other cast member. And Yes, I Elliot, felt, they are. I felt the writing was on the wall when they added in the clip of, I don't mind doing that again, and Ardy said, don't say that. I was like, oh, they would have added that in unless something's about to happen. So I was a bit wary. I thought he was safe because like he's, there's like five people below him. He should be okay. Well, that's where I, I drew the line of who was going to be in danger. And I was quite surprised that he was in the bottom two. But then I think that proves he probably came last with the public. Which no, again proves what we said, that so, he doesn't have anything that people cling on to to vote for him. Like, there's nothing about him that's standing out. Susanna came last in the public vote. He came probably second last. Yeah, um, well, there were a lot of, like between him and Susanna, there was a lot of popular couples with calls to action and people who are just uh, people who don't have the sort of the foregoing reputation of being apparently a love rat. <laughs> I think the problem was that he was in the middle of the show. He's not that noticeable in himself. It wasn't that, oh, my God, wow thing. I mean, the dance off was a hell of a lot better because he found his motivation finally. And yeah, it was just, I ended up watching Nadia a lot more because a, a lot of it, I was just like, her dress is really nice. She looks really good in that sort of sky blue. Mm. And again, I shouldn't be I shouldn't be looking at that. But that's the second week in a row I've paid attention to what Nadia's wearing and not the routine. Yeah. It's just a bunch of cliche tropes. 
Yeah, they are very much, they're bang in the middle of the uh, dance order. They are at the point where your takeaway would have arrived if you ordered it just before the show started. I think, yeah, people would have just not been paying attention at that point in the show. I think also going after Susanna didn't help because maybe we're still talking about her as well because that it wasn't great and people still may have been talking about it and talking about Anton so yeah he was kind of like hung drunk and quartered a bit with the running order it wasn't quite that gruesome but it was you know <laughs> it was all but the entrails uh, anybody else for Lee oh no I really like the um side by side synchro um bit into the ankle cap yeah that was nice just made me smile and I went back and watched that little clip again. That was Lee. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and causing the Wigan Casino to spontaneously pop back into existence, it's Danny John Jules and his partner, Amy. He didn't let us down. He's got such a style of of his own of dancing. I do think he's got quite an idiosyncratic style of dancing. It's not a bad one, it's just it stands out quite a lot. Like there's, there's there's a lot of shapes in there that you don't. Vicky, so hello. So, <laughs> Danny's routine it it did make it made me feel good, but I did notice as a sort of uh, non-expert that he was, if anything, overly straightening the standing leg mm. and sort of like there was a bit too much sort of snap and angular angularity. Yeah. How wrong was he and what can he do? I mean, I think I'd much rather see it that way than bent legs and, you know, sloppy footwork. I think it just showed, he, you know, an almost trying too hard to get it right. But I'd rather see that than not. Um, his posture as well, I think, makes this legsy that he's very upright. And so his legs are very straight. And um, But I think I think it was fine. Um, I'll be honest, like, I, I really liked his foxtrot. I don't remember this one too much i remember all the think the chenets he did which were quite nice and impressive nice spotting as well um my problem with this partnership now is how does it stand out anymore um we haven't really seen much of amy she's a bit of an unknown quantity so i'd like to see just a bit more personality from her to bring this partnership alive a bit more like all we know about her like two series in is that she's welsh and quite like fiery um (laughs) and um i think maybe they're trying to fill that like erin bogue miss whiplash type character but i don't yeah i'm just a bit sort of like trying to figure out where that partnership goes and where it fits in um yeah a little bit lost yeah i want to find out that she's a maverick or something or it's got a thing even yeah. if it's just like karen even if it's just like karen's food thing which is boring as hell now but like just a thing <laughs> yeah being welsh isn't a thing yeah i know but that's all we've got <laughs> ross well i'm afraid i must declare an interest because i am also a, a dwarfy so I can't really see any fault whenever he dances. I just see cats dancing on the stage and go, yep, I'm sold, absolutely. Whatever you do, he could fall over. He could basically copy Sean's routine verbatim. And I'd still be going, wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I just, but the thing is, Ross, he... beforehand, who oozes nothing but this kind of self-conscious vibes and very kind of self-aware... Then you didn't get Danny come on, who is just Mr. Showbiz, 
sells it for the full 90 seconds, then never lets energy drop. Yeah, just, oh, it was wonderful. The the bit where I sort of, you know, jumped off the sofa was uh, into the bit with the rat break where they were doing the fast section side by side. That was like, get, go on. Go on, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the the problem is he started out so good that he's going to be like Debbie. The story is how he unlearns his previous dance experience and molds it into Latin and ballroom. And yeah. how aware is the general public of Danny? I mean, it's you'll be aware now because you've seen it. But I think with Debbie, it was quite well known that she was a dancer because that's kind of how she got ended up being with. Paul Daniels, how aware is the general public of Danny John Jules? Well, I think now the show's actually on and people have seen him, there's no there's no fooling people and saying he's never no. danced before. No, that's true. Yeah, I do like the trend for having an older ringer. I think that is a very good casting mm. move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this routine. I agree with a lot of what Vicky said about the technical thing. Like, yeah, he was... You can see where Amy, where, what Amy has told him to do within the week because he gets some of it spot on, but then something else goes. Like, his legs are really good, but the thing is he was told to get onto a straight leg, so he was trying too hard to get onto the straight leg, and he was too rigid in his top half. I mean, the routine was great. It was a very, very, very competitive routine, you see, but I think that's where Amy literally came off the competitive circuit to join Strictly, so she hasn't really had that sort of, like, show dance experience like the rest have who are on Strictly. Um, loved her dress. She was actually meant to wear gloves with it. I've seen photos, and in the dress rehearsal, she had um, black satin gloves on, which were gone for the main show. Maybe his hand was slipping or something. Yeah, I thought it was really good, but yeah, I preferred his dance last week to this one, but he's still been great both times, and he still could do pretty well. It's just a case of how do you make him stand out now? Well, they're giving him the greatest showman next week, so... And, and a unicycle. <laughs> I'm intrigued about that one. Like, if you if you've got a special talent, you should be able to. They let Joe come and do some thatching. Danny can get on a unicycle. Any more for Danny? I I, I thought it was a bit of like a tango cha cha cha, because um, it was so upright and almost balletic in a kind of weird way, um, which kind of mirrors the kind of Debbie McGee model. Um, but he's, he, he is really good. He just needs to channel his energy. Yeah. And, uh, like, he's eating a lot of uh, savoury main dishes for breakfast, which, I mean, like, the idea ch- turns my stomach, but, you know. The the um the live between song banter uh, up in the Claudatorium was very weird this this week. Like, I think that was part of the thing that gave the show such a weird vibe. Oh no, I was just wondering. Apart from that, um, apart from the bit where she said to Danny about what you're having for breakfast. Other than that, were there any other strange moments? I'm just trying to think. Um, the one Graham did a really weird limp joke. And that Sean also said something that he had to apologise for or something. Um, But, you know, I I am now when I rewatch the show. I'm not rewatching the show on iPlayer. I'm rewatching the stream on YouTube of just the dancers, 
which just it feels like a much more time efficient way of getting through it yeah i mean i remember there was a couple points where tess seemed to be losing her batteries but like just (laughs) fluffing her lines quite a lot and just not really knowing what was going on and she's usually pretty sharp actually as much as i do lay into Tess a bit but she seemed to be having a bit of an off night the Tess bot thing comes from the fact that she is so smooth and unflappable Mm. dancing the waltz like a beautiful dream it's Vic Hope and her partner Graziano isn't it great when Vic's allowed to be the star of the the partnership (laughs) isn't it (laughs) and she looked stunning and she danced amazingly and it was quite ballistic, like Darcy said. Like there were moments where she did feel really just breathtaking, and Vic saved herself this week. Mm. And yeah, I really wanted her to do well. So good on her, like, and fair play to Graziano for listening as well. Yeah, because he's another one where his um his parents apparently rang up and said they didn't like the routine either he did last week. <gasps> he, really? It's, it's on a this morning, their this morning interview from earlier in the week. His parents also agreed and said they didn't like his routine. So, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen an upset Italian, but it's not fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to disappoint your Italian mother. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she was beautiful. It was great. She seems just to be really appreciative of the entire experience. It's really warming as well. I'm glad she wasn't in the bottom two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy she wasn't the first one out. Like, I feared she would be when they got announced. Yeah, I feel like she will be sort of bobbing along the bottom a bit. She might be in a couple of dance-offs. But that was, that was really... It was a really nice moment. Um, somebody said on Twitter that it looked like um, the kind of unrealistic wedding you see on Pinterest. That was me. <laughs> that was you. That was you. Yes. Well, you yeah. you you uh, you got them exactly right. Thank you. No, I just thought. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I really questioned my my judgment. But to me, her week one jive was also great. Like, I, I completely get that it made he, that he made it about himself, which was not great. But what she did, I thought, was of a fine standard for week one and what I expected, which. And I was really shocked by the score she got. And I almost feel like, are, we, are they judges just going to admit maybe week four or five that she is quite good and mark her in the way that I think she should be? I don't know. To me, she's she's pretty much there up there with Faye. Um, but maybe I'm just not seeing it. There, there does appear to be a certain categorization of dancers as being like well you're a sort of five sixes dancer you're a seven eights dancer um Mm -hmm. and like we saw that last year where it seemed like some people however well they performed they were just not deemed to be tens dancers um so maybe maybe we will see Vic like push her way through the dance ceiling and get into a higher scoring category because she is putting the effort in. And she was really like taking it personally and putting the blame on herself for yeah. any um, any bad aspects of the routine. Whereas, yeah, really it was the fact that Mama and Papa Graziano had uh, told their boy what for that dealt with a lot of the problems with the jive. Apparently on It Takes Two on the Friday they were on it and um, I enjoyed the bit she was saying about how her parents met Graziano's parents and they don't speak English and obviously like her parents don't speak Italian and so like 
they were just Graziano's acting as translator between the two, which I just found quite funny. Um, <laughs> should be Didn't sweet. They say that even though there was Italian and Geordie parents together, they were both still outraged at the low score. They managed to yeah. both convey the same emotion just through hand gestures and anger. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of hand yeah. gestures with the Geordie parents and Italian parents. Yeah. Yeah, and why wasn't why wasn't this the training footage from the week? I needed to see that. <laughs> what was their training footage? They went round to their family like the day after or something, and there was just like this Graziano just walked into a fat like fifteen of them or something. Oh yeah, this giant table. <laughs> Gra- Graziano was uh, dancing with all of her aunties, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's any consolation, I've just looked. So I, I've just looked at her scores from last week, last night, and last night she was joint fifth with Kate, which is pretty decent. So hopefully that's something to cling on to that she might be get might get the score she deserves soon. Yes, we will place her on monitoring. Um, has everybody? <laughs> yeah. We'll be monitoring your progress. Has everybody weighed in on Vic? I haven't said anything, but I also only wrote the word lovely. Oh, yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. Right. Let's uh, uh, go from the actual sublime to the ridiculous. Dancing the salsa and reminding me of what Barbie used to complain about Ken wearing in the 80s. It's Dr. Range and his partner, Jeanette. Oh, that outfit. That was something else. <laughs> this was I mean, just where the evening got really surreal to me. Like, it got quite late and, you know, you're just wondering what is going on. Just turned into a fever yeah, dream. Like, Jeanette's just turned up on the dance floor wearing her actual outside coat. And, <laughs> and yeah. the news desk became a cocktail bar like we envisioned. <laughs> so was I mean, it... it was a very nice Stanorak. I mean, I don't know about you and me, but... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get what brand it was. I worry that it might have been one of the ones with the real fur in the hood, but never mind. I was uh, going to say it was a furry hood one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, was was Ranger's uh, cocktail uh, top a tearaway then? Uh, must have been, just because of mm. the speed. Yeah. He sort of like drops down and that's when then he's like fully out. So it must it must have just been the top. Must have been. I was definitely expecting more from the lifts. Because, like, I, I get that he's not really the kind of guy who's, you know, hoisting women over his head every day, but she did really sell that there were going to be some extraordinary lifts. Yeah, it wasn't like Otio Katia, oh my god, list like we have, have, have we? And I do feel like they spent way too long talking about Jeanette getting her heels stuck in her dress in the critique when she's a pro, and as she said, it happens, you carry on. If it was a celebrity and it, they carried on, then sure, but it's a pro who's had this happen thousands of times she's probably had much worse happen to her whilst dancing for like a bra strap pinging off or something because it happens but yeah i just think they worried a bit too much about it he's got the energy he's lovely it's, it, i i'll just never be able to get that outfit out of my brain because that was just wow and dsi makes some lovely things but that was a choice i mean it was well executed within its uh, genre <clears throat> like Clothing wise, if you're gonna go for the full matchy matchy, <laughs> yeah, full matchy matchy, entirely extravagant yeah. that that was, then you've got to go the full pineapple, haven't you? Yes, Rand and Jeanette went the full pineapple. 
Um, it was I another one. Like dance as well. Like Joe, and possibly a bit like Graham and Oti, the male celeb was enjoying themselves so much that they mm. lost control a little bit and uh, yeah. were really yeah. over-dancing some parts of it. Mm. To me, this this dance was a bit of a hot mess, um, and I was really surprised it didn't get more of a mauling. Um, mm. To me, it's actually very much one I'm seeing that like they got away with, and because obviously they'd done quite well in the cha-cha, um, it didn't really impact them too much. I can't remember what they scored for it now, but I was surprised it, it didn't. Um, that it went down as well as it did because it, it to me it just looked a little bit manic and under rehearsed and uh, I, I didn't like it sorry it, it was all over the shop and mm. in a fun way I I so we know that Jeanette and Dr. Ranj are both big RuPaul's Drag Race fans and I want her to be working on getting him to do drop into floor splits or a death drop in their show dance just splat yeah, I would love that. It, yeah, it was very manic. It was. It did look like at times like they had a fireball whiskey or three before they walked on the floor. But they're having fun. So at the same time, it's been like, mm, but he's doing Aladdin next week. And all I can think of is that it's going to be a waltz to a whole new world because he's got to do a ballroom dance because he's done two Latin. So all I can think of is it's going to be a whole new world and it's going to be butchers to make it to a waltz. I can show it. it a, a whole new world's in far, far. They'll, they'll, they've butchered other songs to make it fit. I'm sure they'll do it. I don't know what else they can really use as a ballroom dance for Aladdin, though. It can't be Prince Ali. It can't be... Oh, maybe one jump ahead bit's a quick step, so it's too quick. It's Again, it's another upbeat dance for him. I just think we need to get some... Like Joe, we need some comparison now to like show he can do both sides of it. Well, no, it's, it's to show that Jeanette can do it. That as well. <laughs> Sure, sure, Ranj would be great at it, but Jeanette, I'd have no idea. Uh, ah, Ross. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way as everybody else. I, I kind of felt a bit like for Ranj, how I felt for Stacey. I thought in terms of selling it, in terms of the upper body and the, the face, was still giving it the full beans. What was happening down below was entirely questionable. But yeah, like he had fun. At least he had fun. We can say that. At least he had fun. <laughs> Dancing the Viennese waltz and demonstrating her fully realised home human cloning technology, it's Faye Toza and her partners, Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanni and Giovanni. <laughs> this was weird. Why was there five of them? Uh, because uh, Portion Graphics, who do all of the floor graphics have now got the hologram maker plug-in and wanted to show what they can do with it. Oh, I, had, I had issues with this routine. It wasn't a Viennese waltz. Um, I think Craig let them get away with this because Craig has been very harsh on technique the last two weeks and then just said, oh, don't worry about heel leads in a Viennese waltz. Sorry, you cannot ignore technique. Like That just shows that he is willing to overlook some things. Like, I found... I'm so glad Shirley Bassey called her out on that. Ballacy, but not Bassey. Shirley um, Bassey? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. about her? Just ignore her. Just do technique wrong in ballroom. I'm sorry, no. There are... it, was, it, was, it wasn't great. I, I didn't enjoy this. 
There are like five things you have to remember to do in a Viennese waltz, and heel leads is mm. maybe one or two on the list. Probably, I would say one because there's nine steps to a Viennese waltz, and you have to use your heel to get like as as Shirley said, the driving force. But yeah, I I wasn't a fan of this. I still find it quite bland, mm. and it shows the fact they needed five geos to make this remember memorable. Did she get pyro as well? I don't think so. Somebody got pyro. Was it, was it Dr. Range again? Dancing to Fireball. Maybe, or maybe it was Ashley. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, um, well, the thing is, Faye's very good, but like, we are, we are going to need a bit more. Which is yeah. which is sort of the worst thing about reality TV show formats in that they don't reward quiet competence. I agree. I was actually quite surprised how um, how positive they were about this. Uh, to me, it looked a little... It was good, but it, uh, I didn't think... Was it a 32 it scored, something like that? And I was, 31, yeah, 31. 37, the, the rest gave an 8, which was ridiculous. Yeah, no, I just... Uh, I mean, I thought seven on the high side you know it was a little the feet were a little bit messy some of the transitions when were a little bit sticky as well i'm a big Faye fan as well and i thought her cha-cha was great and obviously she's always going to perform and sell a routine and i was quite impressed with how she acted her way through it um don't see her and giovanni as like a, a partnership yet I, I see them as both quite separate i don't know if you agree it's not really feeling the partnership. I like them both individually, but I'm not sure if it's working together. Yeah, I can sort of, I sort of can't, I can see them working together. I can't see them hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, um, and also because he's just come off the back of like the Debbie partnership, which was kind of iconic. Um, it's going to seem a little bit uh, yeah. of a come down maybe. Mm. Yeah. They're married now. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Ross? Well, I loved it, if I'm honest with you. This is where I, as I say before, I have absolutely no technical knowledge of dancing. But I think over the years, we've seen enough saccharine, sweet waltzes and Viennese waltzes that I genuinely liked the new twist in it. I really, really enjoyed the dance. Um, I, I don't look out for the technical stuff because so I just don't know what it is. I can only judge it on the performance and just how I kind of have a kind of visceral reaction to the dance. And I absolutely love this. I thought it deserved the the eights that it got. But as I say, I'm, I have no technical knowledge. That is just gut instinct. But I thought the passion and I thought the storytelling for the dance was marvellous. If she comes back and does it again in the final with heel leads reinstated, I don't think I've got a problem with it. Yeah, same. Yeah. It just felt a bit too, for lack of a better term, sexy for a Viennese waltz. Like, when like, Gio like, slid onto his knees and all that, like, I was like, this shouldn't be in a Viennese waltz. Like, this is just bizarre to me. I just wasn't a fan of it, to be honest. And I see what they mean about, they look like two soloists put together. They're not, it looks like they're not working together yet, but it is week two, so. Yeah. Anne, have we had you on Faye? No, um, I had really mixed feelings about this. I quite like the energy and the character of the dance. Uh, yeah, so um, I I didn't think there was enough Viennese waltz in it at all. And also I thought that the intro to the dance was just far too long. And I didn't really like the bit where she was like on the floor and she tried to get up in time. That 
looked really odd and quite jarring. Um, and I mean, she danced it fine, but I think it was overmarked. I just hope that doesn't become a thing. That Faye is now in the sevens and eights category and yeah. cannot be allowed to fall out of it. It wasn't. It, it yeah. It was overmarked that dance. Mm. Uh, part of the fault. Uh, and if there wasn't enough Viennese waltz in it, then we need to look at Geo. Are the Viennese waltzes all choreographed by the actual pros? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, balls in your court, Geo. Dancing the Charleston and ignoring Dua Lipa, shouting at the telly, you are getting the lyrics wrong. It's Lauren Steadman and her partner, AJ. On my Charleston scale of hate it, make it stop to didn't mind, this was closer to a didn't mind. Mm. Oh, I had mixed feelings about this. I wasn't a fan of her dress personally. Like the shorts or like the bottom of it, I wasn't a big fan of. The thing that confused me about the whole listing is that even when AJ was in the auditorium and saying like, oh, it's really difficult to be six foot in the air than going down to the floor with one hand, I'm, I'm starting thinking, you decided to put that lift in, so why are you sounding like you didn't have a choice? You're the choreographer here. I think the Charlestons <laughs> are one of the ones where there is an external choreographer. Maybe, but it just, like, if she just seemed really nervous about the list, and I just think she was thinking about that the entire routine, and I think that's... She just looked a bit unsure the entire time. And yeah, yeah, she did lose it at the end, but she got it back. Yeah, it was it was okay, but it just wasn't as good as her wall, sadly. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen a bit more of the Charleston basic uh, in sort mm. of the first part of the dance, uh, because we'd seen in training that her swivel was sort of quite nice and yeah. there straight away and they could like it's only week two they could have gotten away with many fewer tricks and just some really competent basic but AJ's never going to allow that to happen is he no I agree like the whole time I was watching it I, I was just worried about how this lift was going to go so I didn't like enjoy it I was more sort of worried for her um, and I think it was really brave that she did it actually I mean I'm not sure how much of a choice she had but I think it was good um I don't think she'll be a natural Latin dancer. I think ballroom's more going to be more her thing. I would just like in that dance, I'd like to have seen a bit more sort of stretched legs and arms. Mm. Um, it was a little bit loose, um, but no, good good effort though. Yeah, there is going to be some stiff and awkward Latin in her future. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yeah, yourself. She's, she's on the Victoria Penson track, isn't she? Which we were a bit afraid of. Yeah. Well, she's better than Victoria Pendleton, though. Yeah, Victoria Pendleton had got like into her head from week one. She'd got into her own head and was limiting her own performance from week one. Whereas I think Lauren is like getting into it. Mm. Emily's showing me a drawing of a hamster. <laughs> 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 apropos of nothing um, Ross yeah I thought it was fine it didn't have the kind of full kind of energy of the previous um, Charleston that we'd had earlier in the evening I, all I kept wondering was was there a more basic for want of a better word easier Charleston that they'd had before the live show last week and then we saw that Lauren was clearly very competent and then they made it harder I was kind of wondering if she hadn't been so good week one was there possibly an easier Charleston 
planned and then all the kind of ridiculous tricks got thrown in there and it kind of threw it off. She's really competitive. She's not like if you offer, if you say, do you want me to dial the difficulty down for her, for you? She's not going to say, oh, go on. No, she's always going. She's, she's. They're always going to push their performance. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got AJ, who's by the sounds of things even more competitive than she is. So I suppose that's right. <laughs> well, let's hope this doesn't turn into some sort of weird self-destructive partnership. Dancing the jive and showing us his skills at both stand-up comedy and dance partner pretzel twisting, it's Sean Walsh and his partner, Katya. Bless Sean. Sean has got the proper Strictly attitude. He finds the whole thing absolutely hilarious. He's trying really hard, but he is... As a stand-up comedian, he will have—he's he, died on stage plenty of times. He's used to things going catastrophically wrong in front of a lot of people, and so he's psychologically well prepared for that jive. Yeah, what was with the sort of like running man with the microphone stand that he did? Like that was river he, dance. I, I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted him in in the dance off just so I could like kind of like was that supposed to happen or did he just have a total mind blank? <laughs> I really liked the bit where uh, Katya was doing the kicks and flicks with her hands. I just thought that was hilarious. That was good. I did like that. Katya is an absolute treasure. She's great. And she's, I've got to say, like, she's actually really good at, like, acting as well. Because she was sat in the audience for the start. And, like, she had, like, the really beaming, like, proud wife sort of smile. And when he starts bombing, she's like, oh, no, I need to jump on and save him. Like, she's actually really good at, as an actress as well. So I would happily watch a silent movie with her in it, to be fair, because she gives some great rea- And she has the best reactions to being calling safe out of any pro. I just love them every single week, whether it's with Joe or Ed or Sean. She's just brilliant. <laughs> I did think Sean's reaction to being called safe was very good, just laughing his head off. <laughs> That's his reaction to everything. He just laughs his head yeah. off at every single thing that seems to happen. And I love it because he's, he's embracing the fact that he can't dance and is still clearly managing to enjoy the process. I thought it was beautiful what him and Ramesh did. Like, you've oh. got two stand-ups on live open mics on Saturday night, and not only did they manage to get the dig in, but they also managed to get the plug in. That is the stand-ups yeah. union. He might not be the greatest dancer, but you, you wanted to almost vote for his personality for, you know, the fact that he's kind of putting himself out there. And, you know, I've, I've seen a bit of his stuff, but I kind of, I want to see more of it now. Um, he's, he's just very self-aware about his ability. And I think that's yeah. just like, for lack of a better word, endearing, because mm. there's nothing worse than someone who's thinking they are like, like a tens across the board. And it's like, no, you need to watch yourself back a bit. He, he knows he's not probably not going to win. He knows he's not the best dancer, but he's just enjoying it whilst he's there. And he's just probably in shock that people have actually voted for him. They want to see it again. And I didn't vote for Sean, but I was very close to you because I love it. I, did you I know, did. I did. The, I did. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, Sean, the Sean attitude is the kind of attitude that we do need from more men in regards like dancing and sort of putting themselves out there and making themselves a bit sort of ridiculous and vulnerable. That sort of I'm in for a penny, in for a pound attitude is great. 
Also, it was lovely to see Jill Halfpenny again. Oh, in the yeah. BT, because that was that was the dance that inspired me to learn how to ballroom dance. So it was lovely to see that again. So yeah, I will forever. That will forever be my favourite Strictly dance. I don't think anything will ever top Jen Darren's jive for me. They can try, but I just think it was adding to like them being set up generally with given the jive, given the music. Oh, and Jill was going to come into training as well to like watch you and like critique you. Now go and dance. And it was just like, oh God, this is going to only end badly. And then Katia, I mean, I'm assuming she choreographed that routine. I don't know if the girl's got some kind of death wish, but like she always seems to be putting herself in these sort of positions. Um, Thought it was really entertaining. Obviously didn't go to plan, but like you guys said, I found I found him very endearing and I didn't want him, I thought there was a chance of um, they'd be going home, so I did vote for him. I am starting to think that Catch's choreography is going to keep him safe for quite a while. And, oh, yeah. it, and it's, what sa- it's what saved Ed Balls as well, wasn't it? Like, she choreographs mm-hmm. around her student. Yeah. I think it, it, she's good at that. It doesn't make mm-hmm. me feel weird the way that the Ed Balls run made me feel weird because I felt like there was an element of bullying to keeping Ed Balls in, whereas Sean is fully psychologically prepared. He is just enjoying it, and he knows he knows what he's doing. And it's not just Cathy's choreo- choreography as well. I think it's her personality. They both already appear to be really good mates because I have quite a high interest in stand-up out with. I, the only person I follow on social media is Sean, because I already did. And the stuff that you see from him on Instagram, they get on like a house on fire. You say there's couples earlier on that aren't quite clicking. They have clicked, and from what I can see, they are loving being together, and she's clearly very patient, and he's loving every minute, and I do think they've got a fair few weeks left in. Okay, quick fire round. Uh, if you want... it, So you're going out on the wine or the gin with a strictly female pro, who are you going out with? Anne? Um, I'd go with Diane. Ooh, Elliot. Oh, see, because she seems like a lot of fun. Uh, It might get scary, though. It might get scary (laughs) fun. Um, Ross? Yeah, Katya. Vicky? Hands down, OT. I think I'll go OT, but... No, no, it's just Oti, isn't it? It's just Oti. <laughs> but you know, it's just Oti all the way. But you know that Oti would WhatsApp Katya, and then you'd it, it, like you'd all end up hanging out of a taxi, screaming out the window. Yeah. Oti definitely Ooh. seems like the ringleader of a night out. She's like, was like, let's go to this bar and then this one and this one, and whilst you're being like, drive, let's go to a dance club as well. Like Oti, I can't. <laughs> she definitely seems like that sort of person. Oti, like, I'm dying. I have to go home. My foot's coming off. but i i interviewed ot a few months ago and firstly she's an absolute star but secondly we were interviewing her for that um shake it dance classes that she did and she was basically telling us how her original concept for it was going to be like late night dance classes where everyone was drinking prosecco and eating like cupcakes and i was just like oh why have you not done this like (laughs) oh it just sounded amazing what she had like envisaged I think I'm hoping she does that next year oh yeah I I did all my money I did shake it in (laughs) Glasgow and it was it was already like near miss on terms of getting the whole class through and if we'd have all been on the Prosecco and cupcakes I think we would have had some casualties I know (laughs) it's just mad (laughs) Oh, Oti. Um, so, yes, even though we're talking about Sean and Catchy, we've somehow ended up on Oti. We've got one more to do. We can do this. 
dancing the cha-cha-cha and morphing into a human glitter ball. It's Ashley Roberts and her partner, Pasha. So while they were doing the training VT, I looked at my spreadsheet that I'd been filling in during the dancers and I did some quick arithmetic to work out exactly how many points Ashley would need to go top. And I went, 32. Do you know that's doable? It's week two. Somebody will probably give a nine. So she's going to get eight, eight, seven, nine. But I only tweeted, oh, Ashley's going to score 32. Just like watch this. And then... She did the dance. It was really nice. And they gave her 32. I'm not saying the show's scripted, but I'm saying that there might be some scripted elements. You think? Uh, there are some definitely <laughs> scripted elements when you break it down. The fact that she went on last, the mm. fact her cha-cha, to be blunt, it wasn't worth a nine because although her legs were great in some parts, she was really manic in others. So it was, it's like she had... Someone had put the battery out and then plugged her back in because she was just going like a heart monitor, like up, down, up, down. Like It was just erratic at parts for me. I didn't really enjoy this. I wasn't a big fan of the outfit. Pasha's shirt was a bit of an eyesore as well. I mean, it was a typical Pasha cha-cha routine and she did it okay, but I just wasn't the biggest fan of this and I'm still... I know it's like a lot of people are already playing the family card, but she laid it on thick this week already. And it's a bit weird for week two to be like, look, my mum's here from America. America. We're mentioning America. Again, I'm American. It's like, we get it, Ashley. You're from the States. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to get very tired of that very fast. <laughs> what I found massively disconcerting was that Ashley Roberts' mother looked like an old version of Kimberly Wyatt, not Ashley Roberts. <laughs> Which leads me to believe the Pussycat dolls are all just the same and they are interchangeable. Go ahead. I just hope like Kimberly. I just hope Kimberly comes on and does like the Paso Doble one week, and no one will actually notice, and you know, yeah. can just change back. She gets a bit tired. That is quite a good strategy. Just swapping swap out, swapping the spare when you're flagging a bit. In fact, if they send, if they do like some sort of. Uh, Swingathon nonsense. She should just get Kimberly Wyatt to do that bit because you know it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, she, she's very much the darling who's not allowed to fail but won't win this year, isn't she? Because she's just going to be top top three or top the entire series but won't win it. She's just going to get tens from like week four, and it just it she can't do any wrong at the minute. I wonder. Seems. I wonder if she. Uh, has an uh, entertainment's job, possibly as a judge in a dancing competition next year. <laughs> anyway, uh, in terms of cross-media promotional strategies, I'm sure her Strictly stint is doing her marvellous. And, you know, she's being there, being good in the early weeks. That, we do need somebody to fulfil that role, and she's, she's doing it very nicely. It's pleasant to watch but I don't know what it's for. I like Tasha's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did actually like Ashley's top. I, I like his shorts. I, uh, yeah. It, was, it, it looked like it was a challenge to wear, but it was a challenge I would uh, gladly step up to. I think you used the word pleasant, and I think that just sums up them at the moment quite perfectly. It's very, it's there, it's good, but there's nothing... Yeah, I need a bit more. And it, it reminds me very much of um, Kimberly, who was with Pasha as well. It's just like another carbon copy of that situation. And I need a bit, um, I wanted to go wrong or something like just to humanise her and make mm. it a bit less vanilla. 
And also, I know she was being highly, highly vague, but she's definitely doing Malin Monroe next week, isn't she? When she said a movie's blonde starlet. I thought like, that was, was Faye. Or... I thought it was. I thought it was Ashley. Said she was doing a blonde starlet. I don't know. Oh. I, I get confused. Someone's someone's doing Marilyn Monroe. The one who says she's being a blonde icon is doing Marilyn Monroe, and you know they tried to be vague. And Claudia did re- reply with the perfect line of "There's quite a few of them." Narrow it down, which kind of sums up the pretty blondes mm-hmm. we have in the cast. There's quite a few of them. <laughs> I would be more impressed the year that someone does like a Jane Mansfield. Oh, that'd be great. And so we sort of limp to a conclusion. Um, That was your dancers. That's your lot. Sunday night results show. I don't think we necessarily need to talk about the result because we kind of covered that in the dancers, but we did have the much vaunted, much trailed um, pro number that included a bit of fluid lead, um, same-sex partnership choreography. It wasn't like this big transgressive thing that it had been trailed as. It was just really cool. It was really, really good. Yeah, but it, it kind of like shows like my standpoint and when people have been like, you can't have same-sex couples on Strictly, it literally makes no difference. Like, if they were like in actual maybe ballroom hold or something, then maybe it'd been, it would have been more of like a wow moment. But it's like, it was just a lot of them like staring off from each other and dancing around each other. So it was still a good routine. I didn't fully, un- I didn't actually realise it was about social media or something until one of them, one of us mentioned it. The only part that I saw was that Katya grabbed Neil's phone and looked like she wanted to kick him off the box. <laughs> and I don't understand why AJ was in the box and Gork was on top of the box at the end, but... I would rather uh, them actually go for it and have two of the lads doing a full Viennese together. That would look great. Mm. But yeah, they need to like go proper, like actual connection and things like that if they really want to sell this idea. Because if they want to have same sex on the show for next year, that's what they're going to do. They really push it. I just think they're just being a bit safe this week, but maybe week four or five they'll ramp it up. I hope. I don't think they were being safe. I think they were doing um, a soft opening for it, basically. So they were just. They didn't make a big deal out of it on the actual show. In the pro dancers, it opens up another storytelling tool as well. That was probably about the most interesting thing that happened in the Sunday Night Results show. So all we've got left is Frock of the Week, which we're going to do democratically. So let's have nominations for Frock of the Week. Let's start with Emily. I would like to nominate Lawrence Charleston Playsuit. Lawrence Charleston Playsuit. Anne? Um... I I was going to choose Lauren's play suit as well, but I've I on second viewing I didn't like the bottom half. I loved the top, but not the bottom. But I have on second viewing taken quite a shine to Amy's green char char dress. Um, I thought that looked really unusual for a char char dress, and actually it didn't look as bad as it sounds. So I've chosen that one. Elliot, I want to give it to Gorka's. Um, Bolero because it was fabulous but I'm going to give it to an actual celebrity and Vic's white wool dress was just beautiful when she looked gorgeous so it's going to be Vic 
Vicky? Snap, actually. Yeah, I'm Vic's wedding dress. <laughs> I thought, uh, she looked, thought she looked like an absolute model in it. I thought she looked stunning, um, just classy. It was great. Yeah, fabulous. Ross, frock of the week. Um, oh, I have no idea on this. <laughs> I completely forgot about this bit. Um, uh, Kate. Kate's long blue sequined with the hair and the makeup all worked really well, I thought. That was a, an awesome look. So, yeah, I'll say Kate. Well, this experiment in democracy has produced a clear winner because I'm going for Vic's dress as well. So that's Vic getting her second frock of the week because she won the launch show for her platinum two-piece and then Danny won frock of the week last week and Vic wins again. Congratulations, Vic. Congratulations, DSI. And so that, I guess, is about it for this episode of the Keep Dancing podcast. Thank you for staying with us through all 15 dancers and associated sort of conversational cul-de-sacs. And uh, all that's left is to ask you to, if you've got this far, you probably enjoyed the podcast. So if you could tell your friends and uh, share the knowledge, share the love. And yeah, we'll thank you for listening and we'll thank everybody for taking part. Good night, Emily. Good night, Anne. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Night. Good night, Ross. Night, night. Good night, Vicky. Night, night. Good night, everybody. Keep dancing. <laughs>